Today's episode of the Sports Headline Show is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? Well, with HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy home cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Guys, look, as someone who loves chicken and trying to get healthier by the day, I really, really enjoy their chicken taco salad that they have listed on their menu right now. It's one of my favorite items that they are currently providing right now. So make sure you guys go to the link, click to the link in the description on podcasting platforms and on YouTube and go over to HelloFresh. You guys will get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Again, guys, an $80 discount, including free shipping on your first box. The link and the promo code will be down in the description. Please, guys, this offer is limited. So please go over, click the link in the description and, you know, let's get back to today's episode. You're listening to the most authentic place in sports. It's the Sports Headline Show. Here are your hosts, Sean Davis and Warner Sanker. Welcome back in, everybody, to the newest episode of the Sports Headline Show. My name is Sean Davis, joined by my partner, Warner Sanker, as we bring you our Week 3 NFL Power Rankings. Right after that great beat drop, um, so yeah, we are really excited to be bringing you these power rankings here on YouTube um, for the first time this year. Um, in case you did not get Sean's content updates, uh, either on Colorcast or on Twitter, uh, you can go rewatch those. But I can sum them up uh, real quick right here. Um, essentially, we are going to be releasing um, each week's power ranking videos um, on YouTube at. 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right after our live show ends on Tuesday on ColorCast. Be sure to go check that out. It's from 11 uh, to 12. And uh, then the Power Rankings will come out right at 12 p.m. And you guys can go catch those as we'll be referencing NFL games from the weekend, big topics and and, uh, talking points uh, from the NFL. And then you can go reference those to our Power Rankings and get our true thoughts on each individual team Yep. And um, their 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 play this this past week, and where we project them going on in the future. Um, so with that being said, let's get right into the number thirty two team. Yeah, really quickly, I just want to add on a little bit more to that. I'll keep it short and sweet, Warner. Um, you know, also power rankings is obviously be on podcasting platforms. The live shows on Colorcast. We're working on a way to get this also uh, live on YouTube and stuff, and and Twitter and stuff like that. Have, we're gonna have our a special guest back. Uh, We have two for Thursday currently in the works, and we have one, well, today um, at the time of recording. So uh, with that being said, well, well, you guys listened to my content uh, update. So let's get into it. Is the number 32 team, Warner? Yeah, so the number 32 team, Sean, uh, as you can see right here, is the Jacksonville Jaguars um, coming in after really three abysmal weeks in a row, um, just – you know, Trevor Lawrence doesn't seem to be working. Uh, news was just released that they traded former first round pick CJ Henderson. I believe the top corner selected in 2019, I want to say. Um, no, last year they, with the CUDA. Sorry. The Cuda. Yep. Yep. 
you're right. You're right. Um, so the second highest corner selected, um, he was traded to the Panthers after the JC Horn injury, JC Horn lands on IR and they basically end up giving away a first round pick and a fifth round pick for Dan Arnold and a third round pick. So, um, you guys can have your own opinions, I guess, on that trade, but mine is boy, oh boy, Urban Meyer has no idea what he's doing and, and really should not be this the, the coach or at least have any say in terms of, um, you know, front office decisions. Uh, so they get stomped by the Cardinals 31 to 19. That score looks prettier because at the end of the half, uh, Jamal Agnew um, had a 109 yard field goal return. And um, it, it, it put them ahead actually at half, but here's some of the positives and the negatives um, of the week for them. Um, you know, their, their rushing attack is still really good. Uh, ETN obviously got hurt, but um I think James Robinson is certainly a capable back for them and is, is showing it. Um, they're also getting really good production from an AG vet, an aging vet in Marvin Jones. And of course, Jamal Agnew is, is just a magical returner and he's going to get, um, he's going to make the box score look less depressing uh, at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, James Robinson is a capable back for sure. And I'm going to look slightly ridiculous for having him as a sophomore slump, but if you actually read the article, it's because of ETN and ETN, I believe, is banged up right now. He's 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 hurt. Um, so he's done for the year, I think. He hurt his foot. Yeah, you're right. So ETN being down, obviously, James Robinson is a really really good running back. So, um, so yeah, like clearly, you I mean, know, if you if you look at that game, um, he had 15 carries for 88 yards. That's six yards a carry. Scored a touchdown. And then the receiving game, he had six catches for 46 yards. So, I mean, uh, talk about all-purpose yards. He was well over 100 on just 21 touches. Um, so he's picking up yards, and he's picking them up in chunk plays as well from the running back spot where, you know, a good running back is going to average four and a half to five yards a carry. He averaged six against the Cardinals front along with 7.7 uh, through the air. You'll, I think you'll take that any day from, from a running back in terms of production. Yeah, negatives. Trevor Lawrence not looked good. They have, they haven't really been involving the young talent. Uh, unable to put a full game together. Um, and then also we we didn't throw this in there. Granted, because the trade happened, you know, maybe about twelve hours ago now. But still, Urban Urban Meyer Meyer. Yeah. What the my? my it just makes no sense. So the Jaguars. They stay put at 32. Number 31, the New York Jets. Um, they, they, uh, I believe they might have even dropped the spot here. We'll see here in a few seconds. But, you know, Quentin Williams, he, he's, he's played well. Um, he, he's probably one of, the, one of the few bright spots on, the, on this roster, for being completely honest. Yeah, he, he's definitely a stud um, for that defense, yeah. definitely. And if I'm being honest with you, this is still, like, in terms of, like, just roster talent and the building of the roster – I'm still relatively like confident in what we said in the off season. This is still a very talented. They've got a really yeah. I mean, you have like, Zach Wilson. You've got a pretty good receiving core. Um, your offensive line seems to be up and coming. Um, that a lot of young players on that on that line. Um, but you know, you know they're they're just going to get better. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like you you, and, use uh, you know you find yeah. yeah you find some running backs and and I think you got yourself a really capable offense. 
Yeah. And on the defense too. I mean, injuries um, to Carl Lawson, and I believe they have a corner down as well. Um, In the secondary room is one of the weaknesses of their defense too. So it's already a thin group. Um, weaknesses from this week anyway. Uh, speaking of the defense, there's just not a bunch of like overall talent defensively, which sucks for a guy like Sala, who's a defensive-minded coach, right? You yeah. know, I mean, like, he's not Staley, and I don't want to say that in a negative way, right? but, like, Staley and the Rams, like, he made Darius Williams a, like, bona fide, legit, I don't, like, he's not number one, but, like, in terms of, like, number two corners, Darius Williams Due to playing with playing for Staley last year, is one of the like top of the top for yeah best number two. He's a really valuable player on that defense. Yeah, like freaking like yeah, like I'm not sure like like Salah he did his best work with that loaded 2019 Niners defense. Rookie Nick Bosa, that D line is still at the Forrest Buckner, D four Eric Armstead and the crew, a young Fred Warner, a healthy secondary still. Um, they were they were an uber talented group with a really good offense too, which took a lot of pressure off of uh, the defense and and you know with the running game kept the defense off the field. The defense didn't have to keep coming back on the field um, and and you know really carry that team. So yeah. Um, but yeah, you know o- overall this week Zach Wilson can you continues to turn over the ball. Um, I mean himself and Trevor Lawrence. I think Lawrence has two more turnovers than Wilson does, but um, you know. Lawrence had what two picks and two fumbles in that game. Zach Wilson, I believe, had another two interception game. Um, it, it just it and just the, wasn't and the one and they got that, shut out. Sorry, sorry to cut you off there, Warner. But the one yeah. pick that I like vividly remember seeing live, it's just a it was a bad. It, it's just bad. The O line has definitely not played to the level I thought that I, I'd say actually we thought they would play to. And I mean, yeah. like, come on now, like you have Elijah Moore, like in, in these weapons that you have, you got to use them better. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way they're they're really using them. And I mean, and when you don't have a running game in, I mean, it, 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 Mike LaFleur is a younger play caller, right? So it, it, he's going through some of the rough patches. When you don't have a running game, it, it makes things like you're not making things easier on yourself here, running the Shanahan scheme as a younger play yeah. caller. Right, a rookie especially with the scheme that relies on the run and play action off the run so yeah. much. A rookie quarterback, uh, mediocre O line, and I forget if I said this, no running game. Like it, it, it's really hard. So I get it. My, my Mike Lafleur hasn't really done himself any favors, but neither of has his team. So I don't want to give him too much flack. They lost. They got shut out. They're going to play the Titans. Uh, they're likely going to get the absolutely absolute dog wax being all yeah, and, and and don't don't forget that they lost Makai Becton uh they're they're yeah. starting left tackle who came off that's, a very strong season one. yeah um uh, in in the in the preseason I believe so you know it you, you you take into account that they have no running game they have in a banged up and young offensive line a young quarterback who has really inexperienced and a young play caller and um, LaFleur, because even if you compare him to his brother, Matt, Matt LaFleur was calling plays in, in um, Tennessee before he came to Green Bay. He also came into a team that had the best quarterback in the league, you know, arguably the best receiver in the league and a team that um, you know had playmakers, arguably the best left tackle in the league, arguably the best center in the league. 
um, arguably a top 10 running back in the league. You know, he had a really, really good roster when he came over. Um, and, and I think that's really a, a huge reason into why he thrived so much um, because, you know, yes, they didn't have an explosive offense in year one, but I mean, just look at last year and, and then so far in the last two weeks this year, they've been, they've been going off. So um, next week the uh, Jets are going to host the Titans and I, I don't expect that to be pretty either. So, yeah. um, you know, so far the Jets fell one spot from 31, uh, 30 to 31. Uh, and the number 30 team in our power rankings here is going to be the Houston Texans. Um, they were trending upward. Uh, they were definitely trending upward before Taylor got hurt. Can uh, we just the time Taylor goes down. I'm not even going to lie to you. I mean, like there, there's, there's still not too much to talk about the Texans, at least with the Jets, you can kind of have a bit of a discussion about them. But as we go to like the positives and negative, literally, there's nothing to talk about. Literally. Yeah, Cooks, I, I will say Brandon Cooks, I mean, has been playing very, very well. Now he's like the only target they have. Brandon Cooks had 11 targets, nine catches, 112 yards. Uh, then uh, Jordan Atkins had five targets and, um, and, and four catches on that. And then Anthony Miller had six targets and four catches. So they, they really don't have any other players. And then um, Rex Burke and Chris Conley and Mark Ingram each had one target. So Davis Mills, uh, you know, they're not really helping Davis Mills too much. Davis Mills did not look like garbage. I will say that I quit that. That's kind of, that's a very condescending positive. I mean, I mean, but here's the thing with the, with the roster, how bad the Texans are and a rookie quarterback who was drafted in the third round and didn't really have hype coming out of college to go 19 for 28 with 168 yards, a touchdown and no pick. I mean, no picks yeah. and to be sent four times in the game. You know, he, he didn't fumble the ball, but he recovered a fumble from his team. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a, yeah. He's he's playing like he has some potential, and I think that's we talked about it earlier in our in our deep dive for this team. At some point, we're going to see Davis Mills, and that's going to really determine how the Texans address the, uh, in the next draft. If they think yeah. they have their guy in Alex Mills or in uh, Davis Mills, they can trade back to a team that needs a quarterback, assuming they get a high draft pick, or they can go sort of like the Atlanta Falcons route and take a skill position player very high up in in the draft. Yeah, and then I mean we're going to see. In Buffalo this week, yeah. we're yeah. going to see if Davis Mills has anything in him. Uh, don't, I mean, and, and don't expect this game to be close. Buffalo just close. smacked the Washington football team, Four and, and, and the, Texans, yeah, the, the Texans defense is nowhere near the yeah, talent so, that the Washington has. Yeah. Although I will say, at least this Houston team, I'll give them some credit. Credit to They are a decently coached team. I will give them that. David Culley. We, we did. Yeah, we were not really huge on David Culley, but uh, he has definitely proven to be, you know, better than Urban Meyer. All right. So moving on to the number. Well, first of all, my bad. The Texans, they drop a couple spots, but there's a few teams that we're about to see here that do move up some spots. But let's move on to the number 29 for team here. And that is the New York Giants. And I don't know who's yeah. more of a dumpster fire, the Giants or the Jets. Yeah. It's, it's pretty damn Gross. close, I would argue. New York New York sports is terrible right now. Except, I mean, the Mets can't do anything. The Yankees, I guess, the Yankees have had a resurgence, but yeah, you for probably a while like, there, man. Yeah, you probably have. Well, I mean, like in, in terms of, like, consistency, there isn't a New York team that's been, like, consistent for the past five years. I mean, unless you want to say Buffalo, but that's a, real, that's a really hard one. Ah, that's, a, that's a stretch right there. That's a stretch. Like they've yeah, had a couple that's... good years, but like they've definitely had the five and eleven years, like not too fuck, not 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 too. And long. I would also, I would also say Buffalo is a stretch to be a New York team, but uh, 
you know, Daniel Jones, 24 for 35 uh, in that game, didn't turn the ball over. Um, no interceptions, uh, no fumbles either. Actually, no, he had two fumbles, but he recovered both of them. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, you know, 266 yards, 7.6 yards of completion. I mean, it looks like he's getting better. We've seen back-to-back yeah. weeks now where he's been a solid quarterback for this team. He's not the reason they lose, which yeah. I think was a big problem for him. If anything, Daniel, if they won that Washington game, Daniel Jones is the reason they win that Washington game. The way Daniel Jones played that game, it was some throws who like, my gosh, this is why the Giants drafted arguably a little too high for Daniel Jones. But this is why they drafted they were like what six overall? Yeah, sixth overall. That's why they over they overdrafted for him. That's why they reached for him, right? Um, and again, he wasn't the reason they lost this week. Now let's look at the negatives here. Saquon Barkley, my gosh. Yeah, you want to talk about he's a very he is a like in baseball, he's right? Dynamic, explosive. In baseball, even coming off the injury, you know, an ACL is bad, but, you know, you don't expect him to be as bad as he's been coming off an ACL. And and I don't I don't think it's his fault, man. The offensive line is terrible. It's terrible. But like again, in baseball, to make an analogy here, I'm sure Warner can relate. There are players who are literally home run, walk, (laughs) strikeout. And then there are players that are um, that are uh, crap. Single, double, single, occasional home run. They'll, they'll get about yeah, 20 you, home you'll runs. You'll have a, a really a really good um, analogy for this is sort of like a Brandon Lau. He either homers, walks, or or strikes out. Um, but then like a Mike Trout is, is hitting – and Mike Trout is hitting, you know, over 300, has a really good OPS. For any of those baseball fans out, uh, out there, um, baseball is awesome, right? But – you know, Saquon, uh, he's so explosive. Um, but he is a home run in his hitter. Game, but, yeah, he is. He, I would definitely say he's a home run hitter. Right, but still, like, even though, like, he's a hit or miss guy, he still needs he's, some he's averaging there. He's averaging less than three and a half yards per carry. And, yeah, and, and those are like if – he, If this rate continues, he can have over 200 attempts and not even reach 800 yards on the ground. Yeah. Like this is bad, and this is not the Saquon Barkley that any of us expected. And right. it's it's not fifty seven rushing yards is his is his high, and guess what? Sixteen attempts is his high as well. The Giants are getting behind in games; they're abandoning the running game. Jason Garrett, he's still bad at offense. Yeah, um, you score, and, and I don't know why the Giants. Yeah, fourteen points against the Falcons. The Falcons. That is like awesome. somehow somehow you score twenty nine against Washington, but then you score thirteen against Denver and fourteen. Denver has a good defense, yeah, but Atlanta's defense is terrible. Atlanta's yeah. defense is soft. They have they they can't stop the run. They 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 don't have the grit on the D line. They literally have... their secondary is a huge question mark. Besides AJ Terrell, yeah, I mean, and like with the weapons best... that you have, you should be dominated. You should be scoring close to twenty nine points against the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, the next game is on the road at New Orleans. I think this is when oh, that's Daniel gonna be a nightmare. Jones, yeah, this is where old Daniel Jones, if especially if it's I, I forget if New Orleans will be able to play in the Superdome. If this game is in New Orleans this they, week, they played um this week, didn't they? Yeah, it was in New England. Oh, that's right, that's right. I uh, I, 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 th- I, th- I, I thought they were back in the Superdome, but I think I might have heard about them potentially being able to go back to the yeah. Super Superdome this week. They play in New Orleans. Daniel oh, Jones is about, to, is about to be. Uh, you saw you saw the way the Saints beat up on the Packers. 
the Packers offensive line without Bakhtiari is still better than the Giants offensive line that they're throwing out. I mean, it's, it's going to be ugly, but um, the Giants also fall two spots. Um, but we're, we're going to get into some positive teams here. Um, right after we talk about the Falcons, right after we talk about the Falcons, they are just, you know, 17 points against the Giants defense. I, can, can I say it? Can I say Arthur Smith is underwhelming, at least as a head coach? I mean, I, I think they top hits as they look at like the, uh, the, uh, strengths, the they, ran, they ran the ball 20 times, really 19 times because Matt Ryan had an official rush. They ran the ball 20 times or 19 times for 70 yards. Um, Cordell Patterson was their leading receiver. Calvin Ridley had eight catches, but only 7.6 yards of reception. For a guy as dynamic as Calvin Ridley is, he can beat you on a go ball. He's a, a really good route runner. He's got good hands. He's a really he's a true number one receiver, and he's averaging seven point six yards per catch, eleven targets, and you only get him sixty one yards. Kyle Pitts has three targets, yet thirty five yards. I, I it's 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 astounding. I mean, you you have uh you have uh and and pardon me if I get this name wrong. But Olamide Zacchaeus having twice the amount of targets. He had six targets in this game. Kyle Pitts had three. Mike Davis had more targets than Kyle Pitts did. The fourth overall, yeah, the fourth overall pick in the draft had less targets than your, you know, fourth string receiver and your running back. Yeah, I mean, straight I mean, like positive. Hayden Hurst didn't even. Hayden Hurst had one target. Former first round pick, really athletic tight end, one target. I mean, I, I just can Arthur we go Smith. Plot. Arthur Smith used John Johnu Smith, right? I mean, I, I don't understand where it is. Um, I guess credit to Matt Ryan for targeting so many players, but um, you know, he threw the ball 36 times, and uh, half of those were to Calvin Ridley and Cordell Patterson, 18 out of 36. Um, Ryan didn't turn the ball over except for a, a fumble. He had no interceptions though, which I guess is a positive, but that's a really bleak positive from a guy like Matt Ryan. Uh, the offensive line is still terrible. They don't have a pass rush. Um, they had what? You're about to get obliterated. The, the football they, team has they not had, They had well. two sacks. They had two sacks against the terrible Giants offensive line. Yeah, and the football team has not played well so far this year, but the football team is about to wake the hell up this week. They're yeah. like, it, like it, it, the football team are about to wake. Honestly, up though, they week. could be they could be asleep and still win this game. The football team are about to wake up like a kid on Christmas. Right. We get to play this defensive line. We've had to play. I mean, I get it. You had to face the Giants, but still, at least the Giants have some weapons offensively. They know how to use them. Any like worth a damn, right? But like we had and to face keep in mind, and that's coming from Jason Garrett. I, won't, I don't even know if they know how to use them, but um, they at least have a quarterback who is somewhat dynamic and can push the ball down the field. Yeah, like we've had to face the Chargers, who have a really good offensive line. We had to face freaking Josh Allen in Buffalo when we caught them on the wrong, <laughs> wrong, <laughs> the wrong day. If that so, was a Monday night game, they might have had a shot. Hey, if it was a Saturday night game, hey. Yeah, not playing in London on a Saturday. Right, just not that day. Not whatever Sunday was. What what was today? So not 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 September 26th. Any day but that the game Thursday night different. football. Shoot, we'll even play a Tuesday COVID game. Or we'll it's just not Sunday. It's just not Sunday. Uh, let's move on to number 28 team in our 
Uh, it's, oh, crap, that was 28. My gosh. 27. Something good to talk about. I honestly feel bad for MCDC. Like, man, you lose on a 66-yard field goal. I mean, and, and here's the thing, though. The crossbar. There, there, there was a missed delay of game call. The refs have been absolutely horrendous. There was a missed delay of game call on that fourth and 19, which the Ravens converted, which led to that 66-yard off no, the no, crossbar. No, no, no. It, it, it was a, a missed delay of game after. Like, after that play was over. Like, they ran up or whatever. Right? The play before the kick. So, they got the fourth and 19 conversion. They ran up or whatever. I think they tried to run another play, and that's when, like, the delay of game happened. Lamar just fucking just chucked it out of bounds or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, so yeah. Anyway, MCDC he is coaching the crap out of this team. Give him all the credit Listen, in the world. We we talked about it when we were doing their schedule breakdown, and 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 for for some other teams too that had the Lions late in the season. I kept saying, like, listen, this Lions team is going to be pretty good late in the season. MCDC is going to be able to whip these boys up into a disciplined, hard nosed football team that's not going to get that's not going to be a pushover. They're, they're going to be a team that that is going to fight you to the end. And we're seeing that way sooner. I mean, it, we're, it's week three. We've seen it the last two weeks against Green Bay and against um, and, and um, uh, against the Ravens. It's it, they're they're doing they're they're gritty. They do their job and, and, and it relates to the defense here. I mean, yeah. Somehow this defense that has so many injuries and and so honestly little talent is just creating turnovers and big moments, and and it's driving this team to you know lose close games. Yeah, just I pay mean, Megatron, like, please. Like, like we, I, I'm honestly blanking on who they faced, and we oh the Niners game. Like again, yeah, the even, even the Niners they fought back. They could have like they had every excuse in the world to quit. Down 41-17, they score not one touchdown, get the onside kick, but two touchdowns. And then on a third down conversion, Debo Samuel gets the first down, but they don't give up on the play. They punch the ball, and they at least give their offense a chance, right, to to go make a a play and tie the game up, which would have been insane, right? And then last week, you control the game so well for two quarters – you're you're beating, as we'll find out later, a really, really, really good Green Bay Packers team, right? And then this week, you are a kick from arguably the greatest. Now, I don't even think you can say arguably anymore. The greatest kicker in NFL. History. I don't know. Vinatieri is still pretty fuck, pretty good. I mean, Vinatieri is still pretty, pretty freaking good. I mean, with you, you all the beats on a this, kick. From a top two kicker ever. Hold on, there you go. There from go. 66 freaking yards. That's to set in- the record. That's insane. So, I mean, Listen, like. If that, if that was outside, even if they were playing in Denver, if that was outside. Actually, I don't know. Denver, Denver's a whole other animal. But if that was outside, not in a dome, I don't think there's any way that ball goes. There's unless no he has wind behind him. Yeah, unless he has, like, wind behind him. But, yeah, like, it. I promise you, in any other situation, that probably does not happen. So your heart just goes out to him. I think this is a perfect chance to get MCDC's first win this week against the Bears, who we'll talk about them, I think, very, very soon. Um, 
as the Lions, they move up four spots here. I think, honestly, based off the coaching so far, and a lot of these teams below them have new coaches, I think the Lions are the best coached team on the list so far. And I think that Jared Goff has not played bad, particularly bad anyway, like Ezra Costum. He was 22 for 30 with 217 and no turnovers. Yeah, I mean, like, just managing the game, keeping the team in it, right? I think they beat the Falcons. If they matched up, I think they beat all the teams currently behind them. So let's move on to number 26 team in our power rankings. (sighs) Da Bears. Listen, okay. So show you guys a little behind-the-scenes look. Me and Sean, we split the games. We we assigned games to each other, so we each watch half the games. We got all the games covered. I had the Browns-Bears game, and it – I, I, I hated myself the entire game. Uh, just watching that game was so frustrating. Uh, I was talking, I was talking, uh, I was talking with Sean and it, it, we would just be having this smooth conversation. And there were, I would just, just start yelling. Like what, what is Matt Nagy doing? Why, why? Oh my goodness. Why are the bears this bad? They, they, listen, the, the offensive line couldn't block anything. Miles Garrett had a feast. The receivers got no separation. Uh, Matt Nagy can't stick to a freaking game. Justin Fields had, what, four pass attempts in the first half. Then they come out, throw the ball three straight times after half, and then guess what? Run the ball three straight times. Oh, three and out each time. Then you get into a fourth and one at the four-yard line. Oh, yeah, it was it was. And 20, you kick the field goal to make it, it 14 was, to six, I think. No, it was Instead 20. Of going, no, no, it was 20 to three, fourth and yeah, one. Yeah, Because, like, if you get it, if you don't get it, they're on the four-yard line. Right, they're gonna they, score anyways. I mean, they're, gonna they're score. at least gonna get a field goal. They were just running the ball. The Bears were the Browns were running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, and 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 they were just you know getting yards because the defense was on the field all day because the offense couldn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, and really quickly, Nick just twenty two carries for eighty four yards. Kareem Hunt ten carries for eighty one yards. Really quickly, just I mean, to it, add on, like I don't like to reference ESPN a lot, but Orlowski. Rex Ryan, Ryan Clark, get up, get up for the most part. It's a pretty decent show. I'll give them that, right? With Greeny and the crew. Solid program. Dan Orlowski absolutely tore in to the soul of Matt Nagy. Rightfully so, right? That good. Bear, Matt I Nagy didn't watch the it. game. You watched Did the you game. see his post-game comments? Holy oh my, I sent crap. it to you. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. It, yeah, I think you did. I'm gonna sum it up it's, to you it's guys. Like, the- it's like Wait, this is not he, like does he actual... even understand that he's doing terrible? You lost 26 to 6. Your young quarterback had 20 pass attempts. He completed six of them. And really quickly, this is basically Orlowski's point or whatever, right? He basically he got brought... sacked nine times in this game. By the nine way, nine times. He went five-man protection so many times. It was like 20 of his dropbacks against the Browns with Miles Garrett. And, and not to mention Jadavion Clowney on the other side, who can on definitely win a one-on-one matchup. He's not even. He's not even. I mean, uh, he's he's not literally even. Literally, Clowney good. and Garrett were having a race to the quarterback. They're having a race. They're like, hey, I, I bet I can. I bet I can get to it in one and a half seconds. You know what? Guess what? One point three right here. I'm telling you. And then okay. they would both get there at the same time, and and Justin Fields would be toast. So this is this is summing this is summing up what Matt Nagy said. He said, "I, I'm paraphrasing, right." He said, I paraphrasing, I obviously didn't do my job as a head coach and didn't oh, oh, really, our really. offense okay. to play today and win a football game. And what Dan Orlowski's point was today was you know, like, you know, that is some great analysis for Matt Nagy. I think he should definitely be part of the show. I don't think that that thought didn't occur to me that 
he didn't prepare the offense or the passing game. And how do you not? And like again for the, for the defense, what? Really? really I, mean, I mean, didn't didn't he's got a really good running back, right? David Montgomery had to do something. Oh, oh, 10 carries for 34 yards. But but they drafted Justin Fields so high in the first round, they traded up to get him. Wait, really six for 20? Really quick. Allen Robinson, you just gave him a giant freaking really franchise tag. Six targets and two catches for 27 yards. As Orlowski pointed out, whatever, can't like make he this talked up. about how many days like the Bears had like since they drafted Fields. And as much as I crap on Anthony Lynn and Shane Steichen, Shane Steichen from the Chargers uh, coaching staff last season, Steichen being the offensive play caller, Anthony Lynn being the head coach who also had a had a hand in with the play calling. Yep. At least it seemed like when the when the moment did come, and Herbert had to start, it looked like they had some type of plan, and like they said, okay, Herbert's out there, boom, 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 we go with that, right? As, now, was it always a good plan? No, but did they stick the to that plan. plan the whole season? We we'd been saying the whole season they're running the ball too much in the wrong situations. At least they stuck to it. When you don't stick to a game plan, as it says here on the notes, you can't get into a rhythm. Your young quarterback, who you drafted in the first round, 11th overall, is getting faced upon by these edge rushers. No plan. Ryan Pace. You cannot cannot throw the ball four times in the first half, then throw it three times in your first drive in the second half, and then run it three times in your second drive in the second Ryan Pace. Warner, this is the last thing. We, we, We can rant all we want on the live show later today. Ryan Pace, I am begging you. Fire Matt Nagy. Let's move on to number 25. Uh, There's a reason you lost 26 to 6. That's terrible. Um, They dropped three spots, and rightfully so. I mean, honestly, I I don't be surprised at all if the Bears drop to 27, 28 next week, and the Lions just absolutely smack them. Now, the Bears' defense is still very, very good. Um, Notice on on positive negatives. There's nothing about the defense. In fact, positives – Run defense around to the football. Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb averaged um, what my three point. Matt Nagy, you threw my carry. hat. I'm upsetting you. I threw but, my hat because of you. Yeah, going on to number 25 here. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles um, just played Monday Night Football, and they, um, they kind of got slapped. They got slapped by the Dallas Cowboys. What 41 um, 21. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. But, I'm gonna keep it sweet. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet with them. Um, as I, that was one of my games. I watched that game. Uh, well, it's fresh on my mind. Um, well, now it's Mad Nagy. It's fresh. More on fresh. Mind. Oh my goodness! But yeah, good luck anyway. with that. Good luck with saying anything coherent with Mad Nagy fresh on your mind. Yeah. Uh, they they yes. are like, they really, and this this is more leaning towards a play caller. I like what Nick Sirianni's doing as a play caller. I. We definitely had our skepticism. Does, does he give terrible pat uh, press conferences? Yeah, he's absolutely yeah, terrible at really. public speaking, but. He throughout three Justin weeks, Fields looks like he's getting better outside uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, my bad. Oh, dang it. See, see, it's hard, isn't it? But yeah, but but you you said you said Carson Wentz. I also Whatever. call Jalen Hurts Justin Fields for no reason sometimes. You do, yeah, you you, yeah. you do that all the time as well. <laughs> um, like, anyway, but, but like, give him credit, man, for two and about three quarters of a game, he's called terrific plays. I think he had like moments during that Niners game where he looks shaky, but he called a hell of a game against the uh, against the Falcons. Again, it's the Falcons, but still, he called a great game. And then yeah. I thought the I thought the play calling was was really good tonight. Uh, just injuries again. 
and it's costing mistakes. They 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 cause a lot of penalties there. They uh, have the most penalties out of any team in the league right now. And uh, you know the interceptions. The one I, I honestly can't remember the recall the first one. The second one, Devonta Smith fails more of a timing route. I thought Hertz made the right read. I mean, it, it's a tough one, but I mean, it's a timing route. I thought he was on timing. Smith just fell. I think Smith makes the catch, and so you know, just gotta clean some of that stuff up. That, now, that was now, a big here, time. here's one thing. Um, here's here's one thing I'm curious to see to to ask your opinion on. Do you want Jalen Hurts throwing the ball 39 times in a game? Ideally, no. But like they were good trained. on play action. Like he was really good. Now they only ran the ball three times with running backs. Miles Sanders had two carries for 27 yards. But, and, but uh, Kenneth Gainwell had one for two. When I you're mean, trailing, but the off of play action, he was really good. When you're trailing the entire game, though, it's so it's it's a lot harder. Um, by the way, I just had to go check my uh, tally side picks. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I had a terrible week. I don't want to talk about it. Yay. All right, let's move on that's, to the that's number. why there's 18 weeks in the NFL. Yeah, but um, let's move on to number 24 ranked team. The Eagles actually stay put. I I kind of have a positive outlook on them. They'll probably lose this week against the uh, against the um, Chiefs, but that's uh, yeah. The number 24 ranked team, the Miami Dolphins, they nearly pull off the upset against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, if you want to talk about play calling, uh, really quickly, I don't think this is on here, but I have not liked their play calling at all this year. Um, it's yeah, a it's solid defense. I mean, it's hard to – isn't it hard to call a good offense, though, with Tua and Jacoby Brissett? Brissett threw the ball 49 times. Yeah. but still. If it wasn't for Big Ben's 58 pass attempts – that would have been that would have that's unbelievable to me, but that big Ben threw the ball 58 times. But I mean, Brissett wasn't terrible. He's 32 for 49, 215, no interceptions. Um, he fumbled the ball, but he 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 got it back. So I mean, it's positive at least. He, he seems to have a good connection with Waddle and Gasicki. Um, 10 catches for Gasicki, 12 for Waddle. Now they weren't on deep balls. Waddle had 58 yards, Gasicki had 86, both averaging under 10 a catch, but I mean positive yeah they're, they're do, you, do you think do you think that this team is better off because i've flirted with the idea of of coming out and saying this team's better off with Brissett than tua what are your thoughts on that i'm curious i don't know honestly i don't <laughs> you'll find my answer on the live show i have to, I, I i might have to sleep on that one that's a tough one because I, I really – right now I'm going to say Tua. I think – right now I'm going to say Tua. We'll, we'll talk more about it on the live show. But they face the Colts this week. I think they're going to get the absolute – I think they're going to lose to the Colts. I think they're going to lose to the Colts. I, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so moving on here to number 23-ranked team in our uh, power rankings. It is the Houday Cincinnati Bengals. They had a dominating performance against the – Pitts trash dealers. Um, you know, Jamal, Jamal Chase, Jamar Chase can uh can catch. We already knew that though. Duh. Um yeah, to anyone who is who's making a big deal about his preseason drops, um, Duke can straight up win a go ball. Um, and and um, you know, it he, he's just he's he's a really good receiver. Um, really good receiver. Yeah. Um I think he's had what three three 40 yard touchdowns this season. Or 30-yard yeah, touchdown, 30-plus-yard like touchdowns? 
Yeah, some crazy. He, like had, that. he had a 34 yarder this this past week, but he yeah, yeah. he's he's going on. Joe Mixon had a really good game. Um, the offensive line actually dominated for the Bengals. They didn't allow a sack. Now, granted, no Stephon Tuit or TJ Watt, the two best pass rushers on this team, but still had Cam Hayward and Melvin Ingram. Um, Joe Mixon averaged five yards a carry at 18 carries for 90 yards. I, I mean, can I say the offensive line played well this week? I mean, you. I mean, now, yeah, yeah they might you, play you well can. next week too because it's against the Jags. But you can. I, but I, would, I, I would heavily advise to take that with a grain of salt. Pittsburgh missed T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, uh, Stephon Tuitt, I believe, is also on IR. Right. Yeah. This the Steelers' defense is heavily banged up. Now, yeah, I guess you could say, well, they have Cam Hayward and Melvin Ingram. Well, Melvin Ingram didn't get re-signed for a reason, right? I, I mean, yeah. Sure, Melvin Ingram, ooh, but still, I'm not entirely impressed, right? You're facing the Jaguars, so that means I'm about to have to hear Warren Bruner's mouth because uh, they're probably going to be three and one. Um, so, man, that sucks. Um, this The Bengals, they rank 23rd here. They are they approved the 201. They got a big-time win at Pittsburgh. Hey, man, congrats to them. I, I so will say, I think, it is, I think it is concerning that Joe Burrow threw another pick. Um, now, they've been against good defenses in the Bears and uh, Pittsburgh, but I, I think that's something to watch because one thing we've really praised about the Bengals and Joe Burrow is his processing skills, and uh, interceptions are not the sign of a good processor. But um, the Bengals rise three spots going on to number 22 here. Uh, it's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think just defensive talent um, is is what's keeping them ahead of the Bengals right now, but if, if last week told you anything, look in the bottom left, you know, losing 24 to 10 to the Bengals that are right behind them. You know, look at the trends, man. Yeah. Like I hear um, the trend right here. Minus three teams. They're one of our cold teams. We have two cold teams for the week, but the Bengals are plus three this week. Steelers are minus. Yeah. I honestly like, uh, let's keep this one a little shorter. Najee Harris. Thumbs up for the receiving game, and then everything else. Now, now yes, it's stat padding. He had 14 carries for 40 yards, by the way, on the ground. Yeah. Uh, that's 2.9 yards a carry. Um, but Big he did have 14 ben. for 102 in the air, but a lot of that is garbage time stats. Um, and really, There's quickly, no reason that your running back should have 19 targets unless he's named Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara, or maybe Aaron Jones, maybe yeah. Aaron Jones. Um, I don't know how to put this bluntly. Yeah, bluntly. Um, um, that was a but, terrible joke that that had no reference to anything in the Steelers game. <sighs> so the Bengals are smoking that uh, that Steeler pack. That that's that's the joke. Just just talk about how big Big Ben is, please. <laughs> I don't know. How to put the. Uh, I'm not going to make. Big Ben sucks. He stinks. In the Pat McAfee voice, like he is god awful. I. Drew Brees, Drew Brees is the climb. At least Drew Brees. Did you did you just use did you just use the the literally the Pittsburgh accent against the Steelers and how bad Big Ben is? He stinks. Stags. He's going Don. <laughs> I don't speak Pittsburghese, but but um, he definitely just tried no, to Big use Ben that. is Don. He's Don. And, and it, it 
it doesn't help that their offensive line is so bad and therefore they have no running game. I mean, Steeler fans thought Najee Harris would solve that all and that he's just way better than Connor. He is way better than yeah, yeah, Connor. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he no, still has Warner, no chance. Warner, Warner, no, no, you're absolutely wrong, man. What the heck is wrong with you? Let's take first the running, running back. back. Let's take the running back over a first round left tackle. Let's take the running back and a freaking tight end over any of the two first round talents that are that at center that fell to the freaking second round. No, let's take a tight end and let's Should take even take a Josh Myers. I mean, Josh Myers hasn't looked terrible for all three games. Yes, but... take, take fucking Josh Myers. Take Josh <laughs> Myers so Warner could be a Packers fan. Anything except <laughs> Najee Harris and Pat Firemuth instead of taking a potential. I forget where Darisol, like, I forget where the Steelers were in, in correlation to the Vikings in the, in the first round. But take Darisol. Take freaking Christian Darisol. Take any starting left tackle. Or starting uh, Sean, Sean and I were on a, uh, a Zoom call during the draft for something to that, that effect. And, uh, yeah, that the Josh Myers was when I officially said I was done. Uh, that That – Move on. I mean, I'm not, it, I'm not move on. I didn't like the Eric Soaks pick, and but the Josh Myers is, was the final straw. But um, yeah, the Steelers dropped three spots. Moving on to number twenty-one, the Washington Football Team. They just got they they just they just got curb stomped by the Bills. Josh Allen said, "You know what? I looked like absolute garbage against Pittsburgh in Week One. Let's show another good defense how we actually play." And and just went off. Put yeah, a forty burger at- on him. Look at the positives and negatives here. We kind of alluded to it earlier as a form of a joke, but uh, yeah, they just uh, they caught the Bills on the wrong day, man. Like it's simple as that. Like the defense of the Bills again, the home crowd matters, and again, Buffalo, Buffalo alongside like Foxborough, especially for young quarterbacks. Um, Superdome, Lambo oh in January. God. Superdome, Seattle when it gets rocking, Green Bay. Yeah. Like, there are just certain places where it is hard to play. Buffalo is one of those teams, man, uh, places to play. It's really hard to play, especially when they have their fans and they're, play- and they're really good. Um, Josh Allen threw for 358 and four touchdowns. The defense By the way, making him, making him the, um, the – uh, what was the exact stat? Um, the Bills quarterback with the most 350-yard and four-plus touchdown games – I believe for the Bills, um, I think that was the stat. But is he the greatest Bills quarterback of all time? I, I mean, probably not, but maybe. Hey, Mitchell Trubisky got in the game and didn't throw a pick. That's a positive. One for one, he threw for one yard. I feel like we're talking about the Bills and not the football team. <laughs> that is true. But, that but, is but true. Really Washington quickly. was pretty terrible. Um, but hey, Taylor Heineke is bringing upside to that offense. He brings a, a level of rushing ability that Fitzpatrick doesn't have. You know, Fitzpatrick has a better arm. Um, I'd say more arm talent. But Heineke, he threw two picks in this game, but he, um, you know, threw for 212 yards, two touchdowns. He's he's surpassing expectations, um, and, and I think that's definitely good. They, they couldn't really get the run game going. Um, Antonio Gibson had 12 carries for 31 yards. He also had one catch for 73 yards on two targets. Terry McLaurin only had four catches on seven targets. Um, they just they just couldn't get it going. And when you're getting curb stomped by Josh Allen and the Bills, I mean, they, I, the football team didn't have a single sack. Nobody had a sack on that team. They had two TFLs and uh, a few QB hits. I mean, 
it was just a not not a good day for the pass rush. So the football team's going to stay put here because I think we both think this is pretty fluky uh, that they give up a forty burger. Even yeah, and also a, really a quickly, offense. Go ahead. It's September. Their defense has like very like on, like under like the table been bad for the first three weeks of the season. Like Low the key. Sport, the, Except the for score, against the Bills, it was very high key against the Bills. No, that was extremely high key. Like there, there was nothing low about that. Like even though the score says otherwise, the Chargers pretty much were driving down the field on the football team with some red zone mistakes by Herbert, really. Just some red zone mistakes by the Chargers offense, and I mean, like that's with a rookie left tackle and a completely new offensive line, except for Balaga, who got hurt, and you replaced him with Storm Mother freaking Norton. Okay, and you get Norton. And Herbert was still, for the most part, kept clean for the in, for like ninety eight percent of that game, right? So I think uh, who did they play again? Warner, can you go back? I already kind of forgot. Um, yeah, they so like, the Falcons in the Falcons. Week. Falcons. I think that we talked talk about. I remember now, I talked about it earlier with the Falcons. This is a week where I expect the football team's defense to start to come alive a little bit. So yeah, Matt Matt Ryan's gonna wake up sore um, on 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 Monday. <laughs> But uh, moving on, sore. Big Ben did an interview after the game. They asked him, "Like, how are you feeling right now?" And he said, "Everything hurts." <laughs> oh yeah, man, Big Ben, he's he's so, he's so done. But moving on to number twenty here, it's the Denver Broncos. Um, very good defensive unit. Um, Denver, Teddy Bridgewater fans, continues please, to please, play. Please don't, please, please don't cancel me, or please don't cancel us. But I'm sorry. I am not bought in on this Denver Broncos team. Oh, no way. Teddy Bridgewater does not help the offense in any way. He's just not hurting them right now. We saw it with Drew Locke throwing picks and fumbling. I mean, I get it. No turnovers from Bridgewater. I get it. I get it, man. When when you have a quarterback that that throws an interception every third pass, I get it. Anything is an upgrade from that. But I'm telling you. Bridgewater. Not turning. I don't think he has a single turnover all year, and the Broncos are three and up. But guess they, what? They, they just have that they good of a roster. The Giants. If you don't actively suck for them, they're gonna at least be able to win some games. Now, the combined record of teams they played against is zero oh. nine. Um. So just wait till you know week four against the Ravens. If they, um, listen, if they beat the Ravens. I mean, I'll still have some hesitation. But even the Ravens, with all the banged, I mean, all they don't the really injuries. have. A, I don't think they have a true test until the Raiders and the Browns back because they have the Steelers after the Ravens. Yeah. So, like, bro, beat the Ra- beat the Raiders convincingly. Play well against the Chargers, the Chiefs. Beat the or, or hang in there with the Browns. The Browns. Right? Yeah. Listen, this team is they're banged up offensively, right? KJ Hamler's out for the year. I forget. I they think out. For some time, right? Judy's on IR. Yeah, Judy's on IR. KJ Hamler's out for the rest of the year, right? So now you're on Cortland Sutton, and he's been, you know, he's shown that he kept Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Patrick. Tim Patrick does look like he has a good connection with Bridgewater. He had five targets, cut all five of them for 98 yards. Um, That's positive. No fan. You still have him. Um, But but yeah, I, I think the Broncos are getting into a dangerous territory where the schedule starts to hard uh, get harder and the uh, injuries from the receiver position, which is such a valuable position when your quarterback is a game manager like Bridgewater. Um, it, it's, it's just a really valuable position, but I will say this, this defense is an elite unit and it's going to keep them in a lot of games. 
Yeah, man. So, I mean, don't, 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 you know, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, all these freaking, let's move on. Just, care. just hold on. Let, let's, let's use it. Let's use an Aaron Rodgers quote. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Let's let the season progress. The but they down. do, they, they, <laughs> they, they do move up a spot. That's uh, a number 20. And the number That's a better. Team. How about that quote, Warner? Calm the F down. Speaking of a team that could use some a little bit R-E-L-A-X right now, the Indianapolis Colts, I'm not going full panic mode because they are, like, really banged up, and we talked about it after the game. Like, I think healthy Carson Wentz. Also, don't forget, Quentin Nelson did go down. He missed – I think he went down in his, like, second quarter and missed the rest of the game. So, losing Nelson for the rest of the game and Wentz, it was just points, specifically in that first half. I'm like – he cannot move in the pocket whatsoever. Oh my gosh! I mean, you're playing on two sprained ankles. <laughs> what do you What do you expect? Yeah. The uh, the Colts, by the way, are going to drop seven spots here yeah, um, like, to number nineteen. They're they're our second cold team of the week. But yeah, and and again, this is really due to, in my opinion, just the injuries and like the it's the injuries. Really, they don't have a number one target offensively. Which again, Yet. like we'll see we'll see how Michael Pittman progresses, but. He has not proven that yet by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And like, you know, oh, I think this is a perfect chance for them to get the win this week at Miami. Uh, Miami's dealing with their own injuries. If the Colts can't win this game, then I'm, I'm full panic. Unless, unless Wentz does not play or is still playing on two straight. He was 19 for 37. They threw the ball 37 times with Carson Wentz. He got sacked twice. Um, no touchdowns, but no interceptions <clears throat> and um he did not fumble either and um the the Colts recovered two fumbles as well I will so, say um, this though even though Wentz is technically a uh down uh, a negative or whatever Wentz kept him in that football game on two sprained ankles and the only reason he's a negative is because of those two ankles so um yeah you know I, I think you know they've got a really good running back room a really good skill balance running back room which is going to help I think Wentz uh through these next few weeks um but but the lack of the number one target is hurting them um especially a guy like T.Y. Hilton who can stretch the field and do so many things for you he's a veteran presence yeah. um so in, in room. but number 18 yeah, they're gonna drop seven spots um to number 19 yeah number 18 the New Orleans Saints and a lot of people are gonna overreact and put the Saints in like the top 10 or whatever um, oh boy! But, yeah, but look, the Saints. How, how do I put this gently? Like they are a solid team, right? But I'm waiting for that. I need to see this offense get going, right? That defense, as described, as um, who that defense? Like, is there a slogan, or whatever, right? But that defense is something, and they're healthy. They were healthy week one. They're healthy now. They weren't healthy last week. They got lit to shreds last week. Marshawn Lattimore is playing phenomenal football right now. Cameron Jordan's being rejuvenated right now, right? So all is going well. Alva Kamara is the freaking Saints offense, for gosh sakes. It is ridiculous how much they rely on Alva Kamara to, to put points on the board to get to get any positive yardage offensively. Speaking of that, right? No Michael Thomas, right? I mean, your your weapons at wideout are Marquez Callaway and uh shoot, I mean even Tracon Smith is on IR. 
I mean, and then Deontay Harris, the weapons offensively for this team is very, very minimal, right? The injuries on defense, again, it just seems like every week this Saints team is having an injury defensively, right? I yep. mean, and, and now offensively, Tremont Armstead, their, their star left tackle, he's going to miss. Yeah, my bad. He's going to he's gonna miss some time as well now. So just the injuries, I'm just waiting, waiting for this offense to – to get to get going in any way, because Jameis Winston has not cracked 200 yards, I believe, in any you know, of the first three weeks. You know, I, I will say regarding Jameis Winston, I don't know if we, we talked about this on a on a Tuesday or Thursday show if it was just off camera. Um, you know, his highest passing game is 148 yards, but he's also not in, in two of the three games at least. He's not turning the ball over. Um, he he threw two picks against Carolina, but he didn't throw a pick to New England. Uh, or Green Bay, and and he's being a very good game manager for this I team. I think I know what you're saying. And I think that's what they need. Okay, my counter-argument to that is, if that is what you want, go get Drew Brees out of retirement. Because, in my opinion, you do not, like, live comfortably with Drew Brees being retired unless you look down your bench and you say – Okay, Jameis Winston, he has an arm. We have not had any arm talent whatsoever in the past three years, at least, since Drew Brees' arm turned into a noodle, right? So, come on, Jameis. Drew, what angel hair pasta. <laughs> what angel hair pasta. Drew, you're fine. Screw you, bub, okay? We have a guy that's going to light the defenses up. We're going to stretch. We're going to push the ball down the field, right? If that's not what you were planning on doing with Jameis, I get what you're saying, but if that's the case, you should have begged and pleaded Drew Brees to come back. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I, I do I do get that, but I, I think the um, the way they're using him is is preventing turnovers, um, and I think that's key. But the Saints move up to and and this defense, as you touched on it, seems to be very very good. Number seventeen here is the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Minnesota. What can I say? Really explosive offense and absolutely no defense. Um, it, it's Hey, look, they, they get tied. a win. Yeah, they they uh they they didn't win or lose. It was zero to zero was the final. Um, but final you know, they, they get a win. Seventeen. Sorry about the error. Yeah, but yeah. Kirk Cousins has been amazing all season long. Not just that game. It's kind of getting overlooked because of uh the fact that they lost on a thirty-three yard field goal miss. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they did. They definitely did do that. Alex oh, he Smith. made it last. Oh, oh no, he missed. Oh no, Not are, again. Are, are you kidding me? The, I don't really call win, like, but the defense responded. Uh, they keep, they're banged up as well, right on both sides of the ball. But they got to clean up some of the offensive line play. I forget if Darisaw played, but I think you're going to get Darisaw back soon, so that should help. You have a a, a left tackle I really like, and Darisaw on this scheme is kind of unfair. I, I like what. Um, yeah. I think you glanced over the Alexander Madison a little too too quickly there. 26 carries, 112 yards, six catches, 59 yards on eight targets. I mean, Dalvin Cook's really good, but this might be the second best backup running back in the league. Behind one of the two Browns running backs. You choose yeah, you choose. Yeah. I mean, it varies on it really varies on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. So, I mean, they, speaking of the Browns, they faced the Browns. Kevin Stefanski, 
return game. Uh, I don't think this plays well for the Vikings. I don't like their defense and how they match up. But yeah, yeah. I think Minnesota is going to be a good. That's going to be a fun game to watch, man. I hope that's one of my games to cover this week. Um, anyway, if you want, but, you got it. I already, I already get every Chargers game of the week. That's all I need, baby. You do, um, you do. But uh, yeah, the Vikings move up one spot, and that is the halfway point. So we'll see. You. No, we're we're, we're going to keep going um, to the number sixteen team here, and that is the New England Patriots. And and can I just say it? Mac Jones is underwhelming. But but Warner. Oh well, they, uh, the Patriots tied too. Too bad we already saw that score. Jeez. But Warner, the Patriots lost to the Saints. How are they higher? Well, you know, Sean, it's because we uh, we watch the games, uh, we look at their roster, and we evaluate that into seeing if they are better than or worse than certain teams. Uh, and we do not just overreact based off of one week of play. Um, against, you know, a, a, every week is a hard week to win in the NFL. If we overreacted, the Packers would be like 26th right now or something because they got absolutely destroyed by the Saints, uh, even though they have been pretty dominant the last two games. So, um, you know, I, I guess that means the Buccaneers would have to be like 14 and uh, the Panthers would be better than the Bucks because they have a better record. Uh, but then Denver would have to be in the top 10 because they're undefeated. Um, yeah, I don't know. it makes my, it makes my brain because they, because they beat the, they beat the chiefs who were the number two ranked yeah, yeah. team for sure. For sure. And then, and then, um, but, the, but they have to be behind the, the Rams because they have a loss. But then if, if the Broncos are undefeated, but they haven't played the chiefs yet, then, um, I don't know. I, I, I feel exhausted right now. My, my brain hurts. Um, Hey, positive, positive for the Patriots. Um, they're, they're the new weapons produced. Kendrick Bourne had uh, six catches off of eight targets. Jacoby Myers had nine catches off of 14 targets. Hunter Henry, five catches on six targets. Nelson, Nelson Aguilar got involved. Now he only caught two of his eight targets. Um, and John o. Smith only caught one of his four or one of his six. Um, but at least they are... Smith, he had a rough day, man. He dropped some passes. I believe yeah. he might have even dropped a touchdown if I recall. So just a rough day for Smith and the crew. Yeah, and then Mac Jones, um, it, you know, 51 pass attempts, three interceptions, uh, got sacked twice, but, um, you know, he just got beat up by that, by that Saints defensive line. Um, they had 11 quarterback hits on him and, and who knows how many pressures, uh, but, you know, it's, you know, the pick six to Malcolm Jenkins never helps. And uh, week four against the Bucks, I think Tom Brady's going to be having a very good evening after that game. Yeah. So number 15th ranked team in our NFL power rankings as the Patriots drop five spots is the Carolina Panthers. And this is my turn to talk about the police. Too bad that guy on that screen got hurt. But this is actually some good news. He's not going on IR. He's not going on IR. And and also, you know, I I think it's positive because they drafted Truba Hubbard, who looked like he was going to be one of the top running backs um, before that COVID season. I I think – you know, things are definitely trending up here for the Panthers. And I think this will actually benefit, uh, benefit this team because they, I mean, I, I think you have to say injuries in Christian McCaffrey are kind of a struggle, but the, the Panthers have a pretty soft schedule. They have the Giants next week. Uh, they have the Falcons the week after, then the Patriots. Then they have the Cardinals, the, the football team, the Dolphins. If Christian McCaffrey was going on IR, 
then he could return for that Cardinals game. But the fact that he's not uh, signals to me that he will um, come back before then or at least have a chance to come back. Yeah, so really quickly, strengths and weaknesses. Uh, these are my biggest takeaways. I was assigned watching this game. Um, uh, my God, really Joe Brady. Yeah. He is but why the Bengals did not uh, did not make them their head coach is 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 just mind boggling to me. Yeah, and I mean Sam Darnold looks great, and I mean like our, one of our friends or whatever who was watching the game, he called him a game manager, and I'm sorry. Game managers, this is actually a big reason why game managers stay game managers, right? It's either they don't have the arm talent or they're just god-awful against the against the pass rush. Sam Darnold. The blitz. Against the blitz, yeah. Sam Darnold, statistically, like, I have, like, film and I have data that backs me up. Sam Darnold is one of the best quarterbacks in the league when pressured and when blitz and, and stuff like that, right? So – and then another thing, right, game managers typically are – they're more so one-read quarterbacks. I saw several instances in this game where Sam Darnold – okay, look, first read out there. Okay, second read. Let me use my eyes. Oh, bam, that reads there. That reads open now, right? He was using – he was going through his progressions. and man, able oh, man, to extend plays? It be able to extend plays. We talked about it a couple times, I believe, even on last – no, we talked about it in our, in our Panthers uh, deep dive our preseason power rankings in the, in the summer, right? Yeah. There is a reason he was the second quarterback off the board. I think the Giants have the number two overall pick. So there's a reason why the, the Jets selected him with the number three overall pick, right? Because Saquon got drafted in the same, yeah. I think, if I recall, it went Baker, Saquon, Sam, Denzel Ward. I might be, and then Bradley Chubb. And then I think... Honestly, I will fact check you on this, but um, hey, yeah. Positive, DJ Moore has a real quarterback now, and he is blossoming. We were talking DJ, about where he ranks. He's he's a number one guy. He's I mean, a number one, he's a number one receiver. I mean, I think he's in the range of like a Terry McLaurin. He's around that range of a number one receiver. Um, and, and the defense is this defense. I get. I know it's the Texans, but the defense is legit. And replacing J.C. Horn with C.J. Henderson. Is not a night and day transition. JC Horn's definitely a more aggressive press man coverage guy. J, uh, CJ Henderson is definitely a bet. He, he, he can be an aggressive corner, but he's a better zone corner, in my opinion, right? But when JC Horn gets back, and if he can get back this season, because there's they think it's a season ending injury, but they're not ruling him out for the rest of the season. Woo! Now yeah. all of a sudden. And, and here's the thing that means you can let Dante Jackson go. And spend that cap somewhere else. Yeah. So, man, oh man, it's just an. You absolute... were correct, by the way. It was it was Baker, Saquon, Sam Darnold, Denzel Ward, Bradley Chubb, Quentin Nelson, and then Josh Allen, and then Roquan Smith. I was gonna Michael say Michael Clinchy, and then Josh Rosen. That was the top ten. Yeah, I was gonna say Quentin Nelson, but I almost I like I thought again. I thought Nelson. He seems really he before. seems like he's been too good for too long to be drafted in the same yeah. class as these guys. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's, anyway, a, he's a really good player, really yeah. good at football. They have a big time game uh, with the way the Cowboys have played. Uh, they have a they have a big game against the Cowboys next Sunday. That should be a really fun one to watch. Uh, like right now, I'm going to pick the Panthers to win. Dallas can't stop this offense. They just can't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they have any shot. Um, does the Panthers move up two spots? They are one of our our teams to watch. Uh, one of the one of our hot teams. And, Even though it's um, only two spots. 
they are still one of the hottest. They are, if not the hottest team Listen, in football. Look, I, I just, I just want to say, um, make sure you watch our playoff predictions episode. Um, you may or may not be hearing a lot about the Panthers in that in that episode. Yeah. Uh, but number fourteen um, is going to be the Tennessee Titans. Derek you Henry quickly is... need to replace this picture immediately. Because I forgot to I forgot to mention this for the Colts, the right? Darius Leonard drug. Oh my gosh. It's a play. I think it might be even like a play action screen or something. It was a, yeah, it was a screen. Derrick Henry out of the backfield. He just drops the shoulder at Darius Leonard. And like Darius, Dar- Darius Leonard, Leonard gets off the block. Like he he's not engaged with the offensive line anymore. And and Derrick Henry doesn't care. I mean, he just he he drops a shoulder and just does not even slow down when he runs through. It's it was honestly really funny because Darius Leonard is now the highest paid linebacker in the league and he can't cover anything. And he also got trucked by Derrick Henry. But um Titans are number 14 and and positives. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. King Henry. King Henry, yeah. my God. Yeah. And I, I will say also. Pass protection was very good. Um, this offensive line has definitely been a question mark. Um, and, and the Titans have no, uh, have... no, 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 no. The Titans have a good offensive line. What are you talking about? Oh, the Titans are good. Well, they're number 14 for a reason here. And um, uh, the offensive line, it, it's, it was one sack given up by Tannehill. Um, the Colts, as a team, only had two quarterback hits. Um, I think it, you know, they played very well. Now they are still turning the ball over Ryan Tannehill through two picks. Um, and, and, um, they, they also fumbled the ball and then just injuries. Taylor Lawan, I believe missed. What was that last week? But, um, they, missed they, this week too. AJ Brown, uh, getting hurt. Julio yeah. Jones getting banged up. Yeah. Um, it's it's not boding well for them, but they have the Jets next week and, and hopefully that can be sort of a week where they can, recuperate and and get healthy um but Titans move up two spots to 14 the number 13 team in our power rankings is the dallas cowboys and that man right there dakota prescott has really rebounded and he's got this offense hit with kellen moore really clicking yeah um kellen moore man he called by the way guys if you guys watch the monday night games you guys have to watch the pain and eli coverage of it like (laughs) Besides the jokes, right? Oh my gosh! Just how go. like, just how like intellectual they are, and how like they explain. You can really learn. You can really learn a lot about football and and like noticing things. That, I mean, it it it'll make you a better fan. I think. Yeah, like just the way they they break things down, like it, it's awesome. And Kellen Moore, like, and, and Peyton and Eli brought it up right. The Philly, the Eagles run a, a whole lot of. Of you know two, uh, two safety high, right? They they want to play it. They want to keep it in front of them, right? They tr- they trust. I mean, well, without Brandon Graham, it's kind of hard. Fletcher Cox went down as well. They trust their front four and their and their like the front line to to make plays in the running game to stop them. And and like, hey man, you know, you're you're you're, you're gonna dink and dunk us, right? And Kellen Moore, he called a hell of a game. I absolutely love the way he he called his game today. Zeke is trending in a positive direction. This is the best I've seen Zeke look since it, it's been a couple years since the contract. Let's just go with that. 
Um, and the secondary is making plays, which is something I did not expect. Specifically, Trayvon Diggs. This is his third straight week with an interception, I believe. Um, he's definitely made plays. He he's in the top five, I believe, of lowest pass rating allowed amongst cornerbacks cornerbacks in the league right now. He's made a bunch of plays. And the only negative from this game that I could take away is Coach Irrelevant. <laughs> he's still bad. He's so bad. But yeah, the Cowboys are going to rise one spot uh, from fourteen to thirteen. And the number 12 overall team here, the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, Sean, nope. this is looking like a pretty nope. bad day. Nope. Uh, nope. And, and, you know, we kind of, we kind of, as Sean goes dark, we kind of uh, being straight up and, and honest with, with, with you guys, we really put the Max Crosby there as kind of a troll to Raiders fans. And, as and a the troll, Max as Crosby is rolling out right off. now. Like he is. He has been one of the most improved players this year, and and he's been a huge reason why they are their defense is is not not like, as bad, not terrible. Yeah. Um, oh my god. And, and yeah, I think other teams are starting to realize that and pay more attention to him. So, hey, you know, hey. Derek Carr has been playing very very well. Now, yeah. can he sustain it? We'll see. But he's pushing the ball down the field. He's not always throwing checkdowns, um, and he's really he's not turning the ball over either. The receiving yeah. room is Brian hey, Edwards in the hey, fourth John, quarter in overtime. Hey, John Gruden. Crazy. John Gruden, let's maybe throw the ball to Brian Edwards in the second quarter for a change. Like, does it have or, to be the – Or be really, be really new new era and trendy and maybe get him a few touches in the first quarter. Ne- just oh, just oh. throwing it out there. Don't don't get angry. Don't oh get angry. Gosh. Don't bite my head off. Oh, my God. Are, are you maybe crazy? Like, maybe like just one go ball on like a third and 15. Are you are you Maybe. are you crazy? I, I listen. I'm sorry for bringing it up. I, I just thought Earth it might quarter? work. It it might work. I don't know, man. But Derek you know, Carr really, only, everything on offense is clicking. Derek Carr Every, I mean, is only allowed to target Darren Waller in the first quarter, and maybe a few third and Renfro's. But uh, Brian Edwards, three catches on five targets. He led the team in receiving yards. Henry Ruggs caught four balls. He had a really nice toe tap catch uh, that was contested, which I really like to see from him um, and, and see him kind of transform into not no longer that, you know, just speedy deep threat who may or may not catch it. Um, Hunter Renfro had five catches. Darren Waller had five catches. Kenyon Drake and Peyton Barber each had three out of the backfield. It, the, the team's really, really shaping up and, and they're producing. And then for the rushing game with no Josh Jacobs, who cares? Peyton Barber, over 100 yards, 111 on the day. Uh, Kenyon Drake uh, contributed 24. I, I think the offense is really clicking on all cylinders. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the Chargers defense is going to face a challenge instead of the Raiders offense going up against that defense. I think the Raiders offense should be favored. Um, but a huge negative, the secondary got torched by Jacoby Brissett. So um, and, and, and also <laughs> – Oh, probably yes. Um, also, the running game for the um, for the Dolphins racked up 133 yards on 4.9 yards per carry. Um, it's uh, they just they couldn't stop the run. So um, if you have Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, or Justin Herbert on your fantasy team, probably put them in the lineup. But the Raiders are going to move up three spots, and as we get to the spot right outside of the top ten here at number eleven, Seattle Seahawks. I mean. Their defense is just so bad. They definitely should be lower than this, honestly. Like this is just due to Russell our- Wilson. Russell Wilson is the only reason why they are here. I mean, it 
Because the only reason, because of the scheme they run and the receivers they have to run that scheme with, with DK being the big body, speedy guy, able to run crossing routes, and then Tyler Lockett's the guy who can just run 30 yards upfield and then take a step to the corner and then run a post or do the opposite. I mean, with the with the bodies they have in the receiving room and then Russell Wilson being so good at the deep ball. Big deep ball. Best deep ball in the league. Yeah, it, it, best touch, I think, on a deep ball um, in the yeah. league. Um you know, yeah, it's that's just I mean, I'm, my, my yeah, it, it, yeah, it might be some people like Bills and P- Packers and Josh Allen can throw a ball. Josh Allen, no, guys, in, in terms like accuracy, ball placement, and just touch on the ball, much, yeah, no, um, but you know, going up against the Niners next week, um, I think they are underdogs based on the way that both teams have played. The, the defense is just so bad. I mean, it. it <laughs> It's just it's it. They can't stop a fly from landing on a hamburger. Hey, hey. I, the, we, yes, we, the Vikings have been clicking, but the, Russell Wilson threw for three hundred yards, a touchdown. Chris Carson ran in a touchdown, and and they just. Hey, it was just. We have they're to so say bad. We have to say it because we we mentioned them, the defense stinks. Yes. All right. Let's move on to number. Yeah. Let's move on to number tenth ranked team here in our NFL week three. Power. Hold on. Let, let me let me just reiterate this for a second. Without Dalvin Cook, a Kirk Cousins led offense. That Kirk Cousins had thirty options. Had thirty five minutes of of possession time. Seattle had twenty four. And scored 30 points on you. And your elite offense could only muster 17. They had you, your Cousins. offense had more yards per play than the Vikings did. Seattle had seven and a half yards per play. Minnesota had 6.2. And they got doubled up on, essentially, by the Vikings. So I, I just, Seattle fans, let that sink in. Your defense is going to have to get a lot better if you're going to want to stay alive in this Toughest of tough divisions in the in the NFC West. Kirk, the, they the, ran a read option with Kirk Cousins, the, the quarterback who wants to be mobile and extend plays and then throw. Not Kellen Mond, even not Derek Carr. Have at it, Mac Jones. Have at it, Kirk Cousins, the person who is lit, as much as I love him. He is literally limited because he is Eli Manning in the pocket. They ran a read off. She would. <laughs> Your defense is so bad. It, it's, they don't have a pass rush. Their secondary is depleted. Bobby None. Wagner is a linebacker. There's only so much he can do. Uh, but, yeah, they dropped three spots. Here in the top ten, though, uh, we're finally here. And it's going to start off with the Baltimore Ravens. And, and boy, oh, boy, Justin Tucker. Is is just he he's really good. He, he's just a great. In case you haven't noticed, he's he's really good at football. He he he's he's he's, he's really he's really dang on good at football. <laughs> uh, a positive outside of Justin Tucker, Lamar's passing ability has really improved. And I'm and now the the box to... score real quick real quick the box score won't necessarily say that he was 16 for 31 with a touchdown and a pick. But the way he's keeping his eyes down the field when he scrambles around in the pocket, he's going through his reads. 
should have he's somehow touchdowns. obsessed. He's he's really obsessed with the jump passes, but hey, they're working. He's throwing accurate balls, and and I think it's really positive that he's been able to do this, especially with the threat of the running game diminished at least a little bit because of all the injuries. You have Latavius Murray getting seven carries a game as your primary back. Devonta Freeman coming out of who knows where he was had three carries for eight yards. Um, Lamar Jackson is just doing it all for this team. 58 yards yeah. on the ground, 287 through the air. And and you t- you take away a few drops, he's got well over 300. And, and as you said, three touchdowns. Yeah, so drops. The offense, you would like to see the offense after the way they performed at Kansas City. You would like to see the offense have a, have a much better day against his defense. And dear, dear God, Lamar, I've never asked for anything from you in my life. Please go into Denver and beat – the absolute dog wipe crap out of the Denver. That, that, that's me trying to keep it PG. We already Sean, Sean's dogs are so spoiled. He wipes their butts for them. But um, <laughs> we, 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 we already went a little bit more, you know, on the PG on like TV 14 and rating like, you know, we already, you know, family friendly programming occasionally here. Um, occasionally, occasionally, but occasionally. yeah, um, you take out some of those drops. I think they're looking much better than 19 points against the lions. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews five for one Oh nine, um, be you know, Reese certifying himself as a top five tight end. And then yeah, Sammy um, Watkins and Marcus Brown just, just didn't feel like, uh, catching, catching the majority of their balls today. But, um, I don't think you, de- you definitely don't you know, rely on them as a defense dropping passes because that's just that's just not who they are. The defense, um, you know, Lions scoring 17. They we've seen them score, you know, 33 against the Niners. They scored uh forget how many against the Packers, but specifically in the first half scoring a lot against the Packers. I, I think the defense did really well and um yeah Justin Tucker's just really good at football. They're yeah, gonna stay now, put at number 10. Go ahead. Incoming, you know, incoming just uh Mostly celebration, but, you know, some downsides as well. Number nine, from the greatest city in the world. Sorry. No, sorry, sorry. The the Bengals were uh, number 23, but number nine. The Los Joey Angeles. Bosa and the Los Angeles Chargers. Take it up here. Chargers. Yes, yeah. sir. The, 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 people, the people's over here. This, this is this is this is why this is why uh, I always look over the power rankings um, before. Oh, I will say Sean Sean responsibly ranked them. So this all this yapping here that you're going to hear in, in the next few minutes, just just be be confident that it's actually not coming out in the power rankings as being biased um, because I do fact check this. But the, I mean, the Chargers <laughs> just beat the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs. I guess you could say beat themselves, but. Brandon Staley being aggressive, as you see, it's both a positive no, and a no. negative. Oh my God! Um, now, let <laughs> the field goal, kick the field goal. We were both oh saying the broadcast, kick so, the field goal, and then Mike kidding. Williams waves at them, and they miss the extra point. Oh right? Like, oh my gosh, bad juju! You can't do that. All right. Anyway, Herbert is that dude, guys. Like he is. If you had any doubt in your mind that Justin Herbert. Was not a top- after like the first three or four starts he had um, in his rookie season because yeah, there were definitely reasons for doubts coming out of work. Definitely yeah. reasons for doubts. If you have any reason of doubt now, 
you don't watch football. <laughs> some other, some people we know. If you have any doubts about him, you do not watch football. Justin freaking Herbert is that dude. Dang it. Prior to last 281, week, four touchdowns, no picks. Prior to last once. week, I had to check I had to check the uh the the uh, advanced statistics and stuff like that before before last week. Yes, KC, he did not have one turnover worthy throw, even though he had some picks, I believe three picks, but meaning like those picks were not really were not his fault. fault. Yeah, yeah, it was he like, didn't make uh, a bad throw that led to them. Like yeah, like right. one quarterback that is considered you know really really good and rightfully so, but has a lot of turnover worthy throws is Patrick Mahomes, and we saw that come back to bite him as he threw what three picks in this game, I believe. Two picks. Um, two. Sorry, five in the last five picks in the last two weeks. Um, and that segues into the defense made plays. Like we talk about it all the time. The way we KC is first, you got to score, right? That's that's for like you like no, you're not going to keep KC. You're not going to win 2017, right? You got to. It's, it's honestly really surprising to me that KC only scored 24. I mean, you take well, away then, you take away all the Patrick Mahomes turnovers, and and he's like he they were driving down the field. Um, before the first one where he overthrew his, his receiver and Asante Samuel picked it off. I mean. And, and really quickly, we'll talk about what the Chiefs, this Chiefs team is getting, uh, dare I say, too cute and too arrogant. Like, like no, I'm being for real, like to the point. They where, like, definitely have holes on their roster. Like there have like, been years where they've looked, their rosters just look, you know, concrete, like no holes whatsoever. Right, like, but they, they're like, definitely like, showing, their defense, I believe, is the second worst in the league and like points allowed, yards allowed. Yeah, like um, passing yards allowed. Well, they're, they're just, you, want about, well, you want to talk about the Chargers running defense? My gosh, the Chiefs running defense is arguably up there and maybe even worse, right? But it's almost to the point. I'll talk about one with the Chiefs where it's like they're like they come, they walk around like we're the Chiefs. We can score any damn time we want to, right? Like that's kind of like even on the no look pass, they got intercepted. That was unnecessary, right? Like I guess you could say, well, he's looking them off. Okay. But like the no look part of it, it still got picked. I mean, it, you get like you look off a safety or or a, or a linebacker or a corner so that they don't get a break on the ball. But but if you're just gonna throw a pick anyways, it, it doesn't really matter whether you looked at him for five seconds or, one, or you didn't look at him at all. And then a second one late in the game, I believe it was a two minute drive. He's trying to evade the pressure. Just take the sack. He heaves it up overthrows the crowd. I don't know. I don't know if it, it might have yeah. just been a, a really bad throw. Well, either way, it's a terrible throw. He overthrows Travis Kelsey and is picked off, right? Yeah. With the game on the line, right? So, and those are just plays you have to make uh, against the Chiefs team. They also got two fumbles, big time. Um, Red zone execution. My gosh. Thank you. That was a concern coming into the game, and, and they I think they put that to bed. They, yeah. they really and then, now it's a bad defense, so I don't know if put to bed is the right word, but they they definitely execute in the red zone, which you have to do if you want to be a team the caliber of the Chiefs. Now, one really thing quickly, you can't do is have like, like 17 illegal shift penalties. Yeah, yeah. We're right. not gonna talk about the yeah. aggressive part yet. I'm gonna say that for last. The yeah. the penalties, specifically the illegal shift penalties, they gotta stop, guys. This is like the yeah. third week in a row where a big play has been taken away due to a mother freaking Illegal shit. Illegal shit. Yeah. Like th- th- this has to stop, please. I'm begging you, especially illegal shifts. Like, 
that's something you can very easily control. Like, if you're Herbert, if you're Corey Lindsley, if you're the freaking player that's moving, I'm not sad. Don't snap the ball. Right. It's, it's, it's on Justin Herbert to make sure his guys are set. In high school football, you're, you're told as a quarterback, make sure your guys are set. Make sure your guys are set. Make sure, make sure your guys, guys are set. set. Right. So like you gotta and, you gotta make sure that, that falls, I think, entirely on Justin Herbert. And not because Corey Lindsley can't see that from his crouch in, in, yeah. in the middle of the offensive line. Yeah. The and, receiver and, and, doesn't know when Herbert wants the ball, but yeah. Herbert is the one who determines when the snap is and also determines, you know, with his eyes when the receiver stops. Yeah, and, and not saying that like a holding penalty is acceptable, <laughs> but I will live with a holding penalty. Way before I live with illegal shits, I'll I'll live with a false start. You're gonna over. have those every game. I mean, it, it's just gonna happen. I'll live with a false start over illegal shift because guess what? A false start is pre-snap before the play. Illegal shift that will happen, and then you still get to run the play, and then you score a touchdown. Oh wait, touchdowns <laughs> called back because of mother freaking illegal shift. Special teams. This is kind of one. The, it was very windy in there, so that was obviously it was really bothering some uh, the kicker and like Staley and Andy Reid kind of talked about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now let's get to the aggressive play calling. It is a strength, a positive. And it was a roll. They went okay. So they went for what four fourth downs, I think, in that game. Yeah, and the, and every it. single one, I'm like, okay, I like it. Second one, I like it. Third one, heck yeah, I like it. We get to the fourth one. It's fourth and two. You're in field goal. You're up a field goal. It's fourth and four. You're in field goal range. Again, I get it. The win and, and the fact that your kicker already missed a PAT. Now, now here's game. one thing I can understand. A field goal there puts you up um, three. Six? No. No, puts you up. Puts you up. Uh, three. Three. Put you three. Up three. You're right. Yeah. Then I, I, okay, so I just completely overthought it. Yeah, definitely kick field goal right there. I, I don't, I don't get yeah, like I mean, hindsight's always twenty twenty. They end up scoring a touchdown and missing an extra point. Yeah, which so would like lead you to say like, oh, well, then of course he made the right decision, but yeah, he already he never, missed one earlier. You never know that's the right decision until afterwards. Until the, yeah, the play's over. Yeah, and then he also missed one earlier. So, I mean, like you're in field goal range, but okay. I mean, I, I guess I like it, but then like if you don't get it, Herb, I mean, Mahomes gets it right back at like the forty. Yeah. And he just needs you, 20 you, or You really can't yards. count on Mahomes throwing three picks. Yeah, like, 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 like. Much less two. I mean, yeah. you've already gotten two gifts from him and two Mah- fumbles. Mah- Mahomes is a completion away from being a field goal range if you. Completion away from a touchdown. He has Tyreek Hill. <laughs> completion away like... from a touchdown, right? So, but I'm like, okay. I would rather you kick the field goal, but okay. Then the false start happens. And it's forfeit eight, oh, forfeit nine. nine, and you and still iced go for own it. Kicker. Kick the field. And he he, he took a timeout, iced his own kicker, and then set the offense back out there. And and Sean and I are just yelling on the phone like, "Kick the field goal! Kick! What, what are we? What are we doing? Kick the field goal. We're so close. We're about to beat the Chiefs. What are we doing? What are and, we doing? Uh, I'm having I'm having a heart attack geez. over here. Like, well, Staley, I love Sean's you. blood pressure skyrockets. Like Staley, I love you. What the hell are you doing? Take the field goal. Hey, you I know mean, what? again, it all out and the Chargers go up four spots. Ah, uh, well, welcome to the roller coaster ride of being a Chargers fan. All right, and then these uh, next, 
Well, actually, no, we're not at that tier yet. Number eight uh, is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray continuing a very good performance. Um, really quickly, positives and negatives. Going to get this one quick, especially after the the uh, roller coaster ride that was the Chargers, number nine. Kyler Murray is he, he's really good at football, guys. Like he is a good a good might feel like an understatement at this rate. Um, they have a really, really deep wide receiver core. DeAndre Hopkins as he has been. AJ Green is coming back. I mean, AJ Green with the attention has been alleviated because of guys like um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Christian Kirk, those guys. AJ Green had a big game. Uh, against against Jacksonville. I mean, yeah. now that Jalen Ramsey's there, he can produce against Jacksonville. Kyler Murray, 316 through the air, uh, ran in for a, a touchdown. He did throw a pick, but those are going to come as a quarterback unless you're Aaron Rodgers. Um, but A.J. Green and Christian Kirk turnovers. both going over 100. Yeah, both going over 100 yards. It was now. the Jags, but you still have to work in the NFL for turnovers. Um, Chase Edmonds getting involved in the receiving game, caught seven out of his eight targets. D-Hop has been quiet. Um, caught three out of his six balls for 21 yards, but he won't be, he won't be listen, quiet for long. You're winning football games and your passing game is not suffering. So, you know, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna get his game, as you just said. He's gonna go off for you know 13 catches, 150 yards, and three touchdowns at some point. Yeah, and make all the fancy owners happy. Um, next week at the Rams, though, that's a big, big test uh for the Cardinals and it's I think it's gonna show us a lot in terms of next week in general because the Seahawks play the Niners. It's gonna show us a really clear window into how this NFC West is going to pan out. Yeah. All right. Number seven here. This also is hold on. Also also come on. 109 yards. Come on. Yeah. Do better than that. But now um, we yeah so the, we are in the Cardinals go plus one. Yep. And yeah here we go. We are in the tier officially where I think these are the seven teams that if you – more so the top six, but if you said the number seventh ranked team, I would have hate you. These are the seven teams I feel like are legitimately in the race to win a Super Bowl. We're going to start that off here with the number seventh ranked team, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, they come off a loss in which they pretty much gave Aaron Rodgers too much time to uh, – not even though i mean not 37 seconds and no timeouts i mean not even i it that's that's ridiculous that's just aaron Rodgers being super good at football but um i I really like how they fought back from down big they scored that touchdown before half and they came out scored another touchdown and all of a sudden it was 17 14 and uh green bay was kind of stalling a little bit uh, they, they you know, back-to-back drives where the 49ers basically got free touchdowns um, and, and the Packers didn't get to see the ball. So, um, you know, the weapons they have, the, a fantastic catch um, by Debo Samuel in that last drive. Jimmy Garoppolo was a pretty good player. Uh, he did have that fumble uh, where he threw the ball backwards and then the pick, Jair Alexander. That's not really on on Garoppolo. I think it was the right read. His, his receiver had a step and then Jair Alexander just comes out of nowhere being, you know, the, the great corner he is. Um, the run game is hurting, though. The, the run game without Mostert, without Mitchell, um, and I forget who their other running back is, but it, it's, it was definitely hurting. But you have George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Kyle Juszczyk, Muhammad Sanu, Brandon Ayuk. I mean – This is the only team in the back. league where we can mention their fullback as a part of their weapons. 
Oh, for sure. And and Kyle Juszczyk is really just a, a tight end. That that's a really good blocker. I mean, he is he's he scored the go ahead touchdown. I mean, yeah. He he had four targets, caught all four of them, scored that touchdown. <clears throat> Brandon Ayuk is finally getting snaps. Um, I, I think you know things are looking good for them. And then Fred Warner and D, and uh, D Ford being healthy, you know that's that's really positive. Now the injuries are piling up, specifically in the backfield and the secondary. Um, and 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 you know you know you know it, you never want to see those and and the lack of talent in the secondary to start with. Um, but especially after Jason Barrett goes down, they're going to get lit up by some of these teams. And, and I think that's a one spot where Seattle can um, really take advantage of them is, is the, the matchup in the passing game. Now, that all depends on how much time D, D, Nick Bosa and D4 decide to give Russell Wilson. If it's a minute, if it's a second and a half or like four seconds, that's going to really determine the game, um, yeah. I think. But give credit to Kyle Shanahan and, um, and the Niners offense for coming back. And, and really calling a great second half. Um, yeah. Just got to give more credit to Aaron Rodgers for that last drive. Niners, as a result, are going to drop one spot um, from their loss. But I wouldn't be too too pessimistic if you're a Niners fan. And number six here uh, on the this list. This is really where I feel like the, the Super Bowl contenders start. And it's the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen yeah. is He good. deserves every spot of this number six spot. A 40-burger on the Washington football team, one of the best defenses in the league. No negatives. I mean, they re- they had zero negatives. Their defense played well. Their offensive played well. The offensive line, who looked terrible against Pittsburgh, handled the elite pass rush really well. I mean, Allen played in sync. They played a complete game and they beat, they doubled up on their opponent and put up a 43 burger on the, one of the best defenses in the NFL. What, what else can you say? Literally nothing except Brian Dable's going to be a head coach next year. All right. It was, it's phenomenal. If, and if he's not that there's some sort of a crime going on, um, but they are, they're going to, they're going to come up one spot um, due to how well they played really uh, less of how the Niners lost, but really because of how they will, how well they played. And then number five is the Cleveland Browns just dominating the Bears and easy win. I mean, that guy right there on your screen had like nine sacks. Sean, that show's been dead for years now. Um, (laughs) Baker Mayfield, 19 for 31, 246 and a touchdown. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is finally back. He had five catches on nine targets uh, for 77 yards. And then Miles Garrett, Garrett, four and a half sacks. Uh, JOK had half a sack. Clowney had two sacks. Ronnie Harrison got a sack. Lee Jackson got half a sack. Talk McKinley got half a sack. Nine sacks in the game, and it's it's just crazy. Um, now they started slow, uh, running the ball a lot, and um, you know it, they just weren't really converting. But then they brought Kareem Hunt in the game, and he he played phenomenal against this Bears defense. And um, they just you know when 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 you're six for twenty. And you run the ball 14 times on, on offense, you got a, shot, a really good shot to win um, if you're the other team. So, I, not much else I can say on that other than the Bears are just really bad at football and the Browns have a really good roster. Yeah. Um, so, let's move on here. Number four ranked team here in the. Wow. 
Uh, a lot of people are going to be uh, surprised by this. Kansas City Chiefs. They've dropped two straight. They have a terrible defense. Patrick Holmes is turning the ball over. I think it's well-deserved. They're playing yeah. terrible right now. It is the Chiefs. They, they're just playing bad. Yeah. And, again, I kind of talked about it earlier, though. They, they, like, carry themselves around with, like, almost, like, a cockiness in a way. Like, like we're, we're, we're KC. We can score whenever the hell we want. I'm Patrick Mahomes. I, say, I can make I can make any throw I want, right? And the, not the Chargers, the Chargers and and the um, and the Ravens. Pardon me, the Ravens and the Chargers have put together some phenomenal game plans on Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill had five catches for fifty, for 56 yards, eleven yards a catch mm-hmm. on seven targets. I mean, yeah. And most of those that seems to be the key to being the Chiefs. Most of those were in the second half. The Chargers eliminated Tyree Kill completely in the first half. Give credit to Andy Reid and Brian Bienemy for like um Eric, you know Eric Bienemy. Eric yeah, I just said Brian. Brian Dable, Eric Eric Bienemy. Yeah, Eric Bienemy for like scheming Tyree Kill open or whatever. Um, like moving more to the slot and stuff for the second half, right? But they eliminated Tyree Kill in that first half, right? So uh Negatives for this team, offensive miscues, the penalties, the drops, the interceptions, the fumbles, all bunched into one. And the red zone defense, this is one of the worst red zone defenses in the league. Um, the defense the, sucks. The Ravens were just driving all along and, like, finishing the red zone with ease. And the Chargers, who up to that point were three for ten in terms of, like, touchdowns in the red zone, they went – I think they might have been perfect in the red zone this week. Against they have the scored – the Chiefs have scored 92 points so far this season. That's about 30 a game. They've given up 95 points, and that's why they have a losing record. They've given up 95 points through the first three games of the season. Yeah. That, that's Basically, a- the, defense is let, the defense is letting the opposing offense be the Chiefs' offense. They have the same amount of first downs, um, except they – the defense is giving up double the rushing first downs uh, as the Chiefs are. 30 rushing first downs against the Chiefs. Uh, third down efficiency, the Chiefs are 16 for 29. Other teams are 12 for 29. Fourth down conversion percentage, 83% conversion rate. <laughs> Largely thanks to the Chargers and Brandon Staley uh, against the Chiefs. It's just... It's the defense is just really bad. They're giving up 160 rushing yards a game on average. Seven rushing touchdowns through the first three weeks of the season. It's it's now, really really, it's, quickly, it's really bad. You know a team that benefits is a team they're about to face in a really tough place to play. Any chance we see an upset. It seems like it seems like this game's gonna I don't, go I don't think the Chiefs are gonna drop three straight. I, I don't I don't think so. I, and, and, and Nick Sirianni only Nick Sirianni only ran the ball twice with Miles Sanders. Yeah, I get they were losing, but still, I mean, at least get him double digit carries. I mean, two rushes for twenty seven yards for Miles Sanders. It's I, I I don't I don't think this is gonna matter too much. Um, but just know they have literally no pass rush. 
Um, and, and the defense is suffering because of it. Um, but moving on, Chiefs drop a spot, which I think you guys can pretty much guess um, who the top three is, but we'll give it to you anyways. Green Bay Packers are the number three team, and that man right there on your screen apparently actually gives a crap about football and um, is still very good at it. Um, he's still that guy. Um, the run game is as consistent as ever. They're just – they're getting, you know, three to six yards per rush and um, just chipping away and really opening up the pass game as a result. And um, when, this, when this unit is able to touch the ball more than twice in, the, in a half, it seems like they play pretty well. Um, Devontae Adams. Go ahead. I just want to add something to the negatives. Uh, the referees. My gosh. I mean, listen, I was, I was, I was, we were, I think, texting at this point. And I was thinking to myself, man, am I still kind of a Packers fan? Because it seems to me like the refs are just terrible. And I was like, listen, I, I don't, I'm trying not to be biased, but there's no way that's passing a Or like on the Jair Alexander roughing the passer call. What the heck is that? I mean, what, what the, he, he, he jumps at him, I think puts a hand on a shoulder pad and then like falls Let's off go. of yeah. Garoppolo. Garoppolo doesn't even fall. And it, it, it's, you know, whatever, but it, it feels good. Um, if you're a Packers fan to have a consistent kicker and the new defensive scheme, while Joe Barry cannot scheme up a blitz to save his life, and they're really missing Bakhtiari and Zedarius Smith, um, the defense is coming together. Um, and once they get Zedarius Smith back, I think they're going to have to blitz, blitz less. And uh, Rashawn Gary had Michael Vinci's number in that game. And, and I think that's really good for them to see. They're using him mostly as a rotational third down pass rusher, and it was really effective. Um, why they stopped doing that in the fourth quarter is – beyond me but green bay is going to move up a spot leading us to the number two team here on the list and that team is the tampa bay buccaneers the defending super bowl champions pretty simple they lost to the rams the rams kind of shoved it down their throat um they just ran the ball down their throat and um they got they got they got punched in the mouth punched in the mouth uh yeah um like seriously, you know, Brady. You know, you know, Sean. You should, uh, you should spend like a summer in Pittsburgh and then actually be able to speak Pittsburghese the, the amount of times you want to speak it. But Brady threw the ball fifty-five times, didn't throw, didn't throw a pick. But um, never good when Tom Brady is your leading rusher. <laughs> Ronald Jones had five attempts for uh, eleven yards. Leonard Fournette. Had four carries for eight yards. Tom Brady was three for 14 and a touchdown. Chris Godwin had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans, though, showing that he is not just a jump ball red zone receiver. And uh, Chris Godwin also also playing well. Um, once Antonio Brown gets off the COVID-19 list, I think the Bucs are going to be right back where they are. They, they scored a garbage time touchdown where the game was over. But um, – yeah, the Rams, the Rams really dominated that game, um, which leads us here to the number one team in the league, the other L.A. team, the definitely better L.A. team, the L.A. team with the most fans in the city, the Los Angeles Rams. And that man, Aaron Donald right there. The Rams for life. I hate that. <laughs> that man, Aaron Donald right there, uh, was a huge reason that the uh, Rams were able to sack 
Brady three times. Kenny Young had a sack. Lynn Floyd had a sack. And, of course, Aaron Donald got his due uh, with a sack. Stafford, I mean, front runner for MVP. He's on the best team in the league right now. Nine touchdowns, one interception, completing over 70% of his passes. This offense is – I don't want to take a victory lap, but my gosh, They're I told y'all. so good. They're like, so good. And so many Ma- people, Matthew Stafford, the, so many people having him 14th, 15th, 16th. Um, in some, people some people we know. Some people we know. And, and even, and even having Sean McVay out of like the top five offensive play callers and head coaches. It's, it's, it's quite ridiculous to know. me. Yes, some people we know. You can raise your eyebrows some more because I completely agree with you right there. Um, but, you know, the offensive line was dominant. 39-year-old Andrew Whitworth playing like he's in his prime on the Bengals. Cooper Cup, number one target. Don't let anyone tell you in, any different. In just, in just a play, the versatility. Yeah. Tyler yeah. Higby as your tight end. You have that barn burner deep threat in Deshaun Jackson who just takes tops off the defense as it keeps you honest. Three catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 40 yards per reception. And it was a couple. You use him sparingly. It's it. There was one play, and I'm and and I referenced this to you earlier. There was one play they had shotgun formation. Yeah, Woods was split out um, to the right of Stafford as a running back in the backfield. They motioned Deshaun Jackson into the formation to form a split back in the shotgun. Then they motion him out of the formation on sort of a swing pass over to the right side. And then they hand it off to Robert Woods and he gets like four, five, six yards. Just the versatility of this team, this, the mesh and skill sets that they have with Cooper Cup, who's a do-it-all guy, Robert Woods, who's a do-it-all guy to a lesser extent, Van Jefferson, who's emerging, Deshaun Jackson, Tyler Higby. It, it, the, the team is so talented. And then they have Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers go out to injuries. They lose Malcolm Brown. Oh, we'll just we'll just get Sony Michelle, who has been on the really the trending down his last few years in the NFL. It will make him look like he's worth and something. Yeah. Like rushing yeah, attack can, is the negative, can. but who cares? Like when you're throwing the ball when you have 340 yards passing and four touchdowns with the receivers and, and the targets that Matthew and the play calling of Sean. Mc, I think they're pretty clear. The number one overall team in the is, league. And we haven't this. even talked about the defense. The defense straight up dominated. All, all Kenny Young had a sack and three t- TFLs. Donald Floyd obviously getting a sack. It, I mean, it's all they put pressure on the passer. They defend the, the they they have an elite secondary. Their linebackers are secure tacklers that that just play sideline to sideline, play quick and fast. They're not missing Brandon Saley. They are running this this pretty much the same scheme and. It's it's still working. All I'm going to say, guys, is there's a reason why the Rams are my picks to come out of the NFC. Yeah. So um, here is the the final um, power rankings here from the worst team in the league in the Jacksonville Jaguars to our second team that is on fire, and that is the best team in the league, the Los Angeles Rams, rising two spots. We, we really hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode of the Power Rankings and uh, really week three of football. We know we enjoyed watching these games so, so much. Uh, the, the, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the, the downright frustrating. Um, talking mostly about the Bears-Cleveland game. That was just, oh, my goodness. It really quickly. It hurts my brain. Think- Sean, you have, to, you have to watch the Bears next week. I'm sorry. 
Aw. Who do they play? Hopefully it's somebody good. Well, it doesn't matter. Um, no, you don't want it to be you want it to be somebody bad so that Justin Fields doesn't go six for twenty. Who do you think he's gonna like, be? Make like, it be Seattle with no pass rush or something. I mean Oh uh, yeah. James. Who do you who do you think has like the biggest chance, like have a have a really surprising week and be on the rise and become one of the hot teams, or who do you think is gonna be one of the teams that falls and be one of the cold teams next week? I, I think the, the Colts are just – they're so close, but they've dug themselves into a tremendous hole. But um, I, I think the Colts and the Titans can flip-flop real fast. Yeah. Let, me just, let me just say that. I'm telling you guys, let Indy get healthy. There's schedule. And, and, and to, to our dear friends on ColorCast, we appreciate all the opportunities we've given, you've given to us, but the Steelers are not a good team. Um, the, the Steelers are just – they're not a good football team. Um, hey, Steven, too. We do appreciate, I, we, I we appreciate you guys. Out, I called Steven out on that one. I was like, hey, man. Yeah. I'm taking yeah, my yeah, Dude, Steve, some guys who really know their stuff really thought that Pittsburgh was going to be a good team. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah, they're not. Week one was a fluke. Every every team has that, that down week. We, we've talked about it so many times. It looked like for both the Packers and the Bills that it was week one. And um, I guess That's the Steelers had a fluke up Warner, Guess what? That's why we're the most authentic mother freaking place in sports, baby. And that's going to wrap things up. You know, if you guys want authentic, authentic content, you know we're not going to overreact. Yeah, the Packers got the absolute dog, dog wipes beating out of them, right? Who cares? We don't overreact here. All right, guys? Hat on straight. See you guys in about, well, time just recording about 10 hours. But you guys just listen to... Most authentic places sports live show. Hope you guys enjoyed the power rankings. It was a long one, but peace out.